Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Thank you so much for making us part of your day today. I'm James Roberts. You are the reason we do this show. We want you to get the most out of life by promoting lifestyle that glorify the Lord Jesus with self-discipline and a healthy lifestyle. Karen has a great fit tip for you, and then we'll continue talking about the great benefits of being physically active. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's fit tip. So today I have a special challenge for you. It's called walking backwards. But first go to Hebrews 12, 12 through 13. And it says, therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. So discipline is a way of correcting, strengthening, guiding, and healing us so that we are able to follow the righteous path laid out for us. And exercising does the same thing. Each day, we put one foot in front of the other. Step by step, we cover different distances on foot without spending a single minute to think about the process. Since we are so used to walking forwards, it may be tough to suddenly start trying to walk backwards. Why should we walk backwards? Well, it may sound strange or silly at first, but if you take a closer look at the technique, you will see that it has tons of benefits for your physical and mental health. Walking backwards sharpens the senses and mental clarity, improves coordination, boosts body consciousness, adds variety to your training, strengthens less used leg muscles, decreases lower back pain, puts less strain on the knees, speeds up the body's metabolism, increases energy levels, improves sleep, strengthens the heart, and more. Experts say in order to reap all the benefits, you should walk backwards three to four times per week for about 10 to 15 minutes. Since we practice normal forward walking every day without thinking about it, the body and the brain are forced to adapt to new unfamiliar demands when you start walking in reverse. And this strengthens the brain muscle as well as the body. Once you feel comfortable walking backwards and are ready for a bigger challenge, you may begin running backwards. Now, the School of Healthcare Science at Cardiff Research shows that pain in the front of the knee can be reduced by running backwards. And another study conducted by the University of Stellenbosch in South Africa showed that a combination of running forwards and backwards can improve cardiovascular fitness. Now, before you begin running, you should make sure 
to practice walking backwards a lot. The best way to do this is in a wide area or field so you have plenty of space or on a treadmill because you have railings to hold on to. Start slowly and work up to a fast walk. When you have reached a higher speed, you can carefully try jogging backwards. This is especially good if you struggle with knee or back pain because this technique, as I mentioned earlier, reduces the strain in those parts of the body. Concentrate on every step because your brain has to get used to the new way of moving and safety should be top priority. Now, you can strengthen your body and your brain both at the same time. And that's what I have for today. So as always, please share this information with your family and friends, especially those that have lower back and knee pain. And remember to tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on 100.7 FM, The Joy. And we'll share more health and wellness information with you. Have a blessed day and a terrific Tuesday. Thank you, Karen. That was a great fit tip. And I hope that uh, you all tune in each week as Karen gives her fit tip at 8.30 with Linda Greenwood, uh, 8.30 a.m. As always, we appreciate your time and it's our desire to see you be as fit and as healthy as you deserve to be in God's eye. Being physically active or exercise, the idea here is that we use exercise to help in chronic diseases. We already use exercise to treat chronic diseases and uh, rehabilitate people. So it makes sense that physical activity and exercise are useful ways to prevent and treat diseases. And that's our desire that you use your body as a tool to stay healthy, being moving, moving as much as possible, being physically active, engaging in good, healthy behaviors. That's the key. So let me get started with some facts today. Physical inactivity is the fastest growing public health problem in America right now. Physical inactivity is considered to be an epidemic with tremendous health care costs. The problem is that in our society over the past several decades, it's becoming more and more automated, the jobs we have, meaning people don't get enough movement in the course of a day. And right now I speak most of uh, the time to people who are sitting down. You are listening to me talk right now and getting up and moving hasn't even crossed your mind. But you haven't associated it with what could be causing health issues in your life and in your family member's life. Sitting down too long increases your risk of chronic health problems such as heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, and even some of the cancers that we're dealing with today. We need to be moving throughout the day, and it can help even more than even exercise if we just keep moving, and it lowers our risk for a lot of these health problems. A lot of you know people who don't exercise, but they do move. They have jobs that 
create movement in their life. And the more we we avoid being active, moving uh, our bodies, stretching, bending, stooping, reaching, these things are limiting us and causing us health issues that even physical activity at the gym is not going to fix. You know, science first uh, noticed something was up in a study that compared two similar groups. It was a transit drivers and uh, who were sitting all day and conductors or guards who, who don't. And those, their uh, diets were and lifestyles were exactly the same, but the people who sat down were twice as likely to have heart disease as those that stood up. So what we try to do is here is encourage you to remain active. I know that a lot of you say you don't have time to be physically active at a gym or work out, but you do have time to stand on your feet and move. We need physical activity in our life. We need a physical body to become like our Heavenly Father. Our bodies are so important that the Lord calls them temples. Of God. So in 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 17 and 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20s, it calls our bodies that we should be taking care of them. Our bodies are to be holy because our bodies are important to God. Our, our Father in heaven, heaven wants us to take care of these bodies. The only vehicle that God gave us that he made was the one that we walk around in every day. And so the rest of these things that we're, we're using, our cars, our, our animals that we ride on their backs or whatever, the, they don't go with us. We, we go to them and we use them as tools. And you need to use your, your health as a tool to stay physically uh, mentally well. It seems clear that less sitting and more moving overall contribute to better health. You might want to start simply by just standing rather than sitting down and and uh, you take a chance of maybe getting out walking if you can. For example, take a break from sitting every 30 minutes or so. Researchers in Sweden found that people who work at desks all day should take at least three-minute breaks every 30 minutes to stand up and move around. This helps diminish certain health impacts from over-sitting, including high blood pressure, high uh, uh, diabetes, and cholesterol problems. We need to be moving as much as possible in order to get our bodies in the best condition they can be to live a long, healthy, flexible strengthen moving life. Stand while you're talking on the phone or a computer. Standing up allows you to have this confidence when speaking on the phone too. When you stand up, you are better able to generate more energy and that is felt over the phone when you're talking to somebody. If you have a conversation with somebody and you're trying to show them that you or the person they want, uh, say you get a job interview, stand up and talk. You know, it helps. When I give presentations or I'm trying to speak with you all, it's better for me when I stand because it just gives me a sense of uh, 
more confidence in myself. Standing also allows you to move more freely and add flexibility and dynamic to your communication. So it's just going to help us all do better when we don't sit down as much as we have been in, in our lives today. If you do work at a desk, try standing uh, at a desk. or uh, it, It's going to improve your posture. You can also find maybe a high table if you don't have a, a standing desk. Don't worry about what you don't have. Incorporate the things that you do. Get a stack of books, you know. Uh, people tell me, well, I, they won't invest in this at my job. It doesn't matter what other people do. It's important for us to interact and change our lives. We have to be uh, inventive and, and motivate ourselves to do better by doing things that's going to help our health. We can't change what other people do, but maybe we can influence them to do something better for themselves if we act upon what we know is best for us. More calories are burned uh, when we stand up. One study showed that standing sheds 88 calories where sitting down only burns 80 calories. And walking, of course, is going to burn the most, 210 calories an hour. And you have less back pain when you're sitting. Standing on your feet is going to be a benefit for you. If you have a cement floor, make sure that you have a rubber mat or something under your feet. Or don't just stand in one place. Make sure you have good shoes. You know, you don't want to just sit down and stand up and, and move around and, and have bad posture. Stand against the wall, you know, make a movement, relax. Sitting for long periods of time tightens the muscles and can hurt your lower back, especially if you have bad posture. And most people who are leaning over computers, they do have bad posture. Uh, I gave a presentation recently, and I showed a video, a, a, a picture of a man sitting by his desk. He's leaning over, he's leaning in, he's got his head bent down, he's got his feet on the chair, and he's hunched over. This is bad posture. It doesn't work well, it doesn't help well, and it will hurt us in the long run. And what we try to do here at Living Fit is try to promote good physical health. And like I said, I know that a lot of you say, I can't afford a trainer, I can't afford to go to the gym, but there's things we can do on a daily basis that's just going to make our lives better, going to keep us healthier longer, going to keep us from some of these diseases that we just spoke about, uh, high blood pressure, strokes, cancer. We are trying to avoid these things, and we use movement as a way to do it. You can get up and walk. Walk with your colleagues for meetings rather than sitting in conference rooms. Steve Jobs had a good idea. He used to hold meetings with his employees, partners, or potential collaborators. He liked to walk, usually simply strolling around the campus of uh, his uh, uh, Apple Corporation in Cupertino, uh, California. He was on to something because there was a, uh, when you move, there's something that happens to our body. It keeps our mind clearer. It helps benefit uh, the participants to engage us better. It makes uh, us collaborate. In the, when I was in the Army, you know, when we marched, we all marched together. And it just 
they were teaching us to be in sync. And walking in sync actually makes us bond. A lot of people don't know that, but, you know, me and my wife, we go out a lot and uh, we'll go mountain climbing or walk trails. And it just gives us a, cal- a, a, a calmness and a peace and we get to communicate. And a lot of our thought processes and our ideas come up when we're not sitting in front of a, a computer or a TV. Our, our thinking gets better. Our, our health gets better. It, it also helps trim your waistline. You know, it helps to keep your weight at a good nominal uh, place. And it keeps your mind off of food, things that you don't really need. Something about being outside anyway is very beneficial. You're getting that sunshine and fresh air, especially if you walk in the woods like we like to. You get that feeling of nature. You just feel better. And you're going to look better. You're going to feel better because your mood is better. There was a study done at the University of Hong Kong uh, that walking side by side helps people connect much better. The effect is so powerful that it works on people who've never met before. And the good thing about walking with somebody you don't know, as a Christian, we get to show them our testimony and this is one of the ways we can show them that we take care of ourselves. We are motivated to do the right things. We don't let our situations overcome us. We have got the power to become overcomers. This is very powerful in the way we communicate with others. We need to teach people that our communication is about how we live rather than how we talk. People want to see action rather than want to hear conversation. They can see what we do more so than they can hear what we say. We need to make our conversation about what we do as far as believers, showing the world that we are overcomers, not just talking about it. People like to see discipline. You know, it's amazing to me when people come and they uh, join with us in our venture to help them with their health. They want to know how we got to where we are. Well, we got to where we are by not being defeated by our situation. All of us go through something. And believe me, I have problems more so than any of you. Being in business for ourselves now, I used to work outside. I had a steady income. This is different because I have to rely on people to come, but what I don't do is fear. I don't operate in fear because I know that now that this is what God wants me to do because I'm helping people. I see people's life change. Just recently, I I helped a young uh, a man, 70 years old, in a bodybuilding contest. He was a person who had been with a bout of pancreatic cancer twice in his life, and you know, he was doing everything he could. And what happened was, after he finished with everything, he wrote Karen and I this very nice letter that said that he appreciated our help with the competition, but more so about how we taught him how to eat a healthier diet and how he went back to the doctor 
And the doctor was saying, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And he, he, he said his lifestyle changed. This helps us, Karen and I, be encouraged to help you and to stay focused on what our goal is. It's not so that people can always be kind to us, so that we, but so we can be kind to them. Our motivation is we love you enough to tell you what needs to happen. You have to be the one to institute it. Actions speak so much louder than words. And so what we try to do is we encourage people to try to change what they do, be committed to what they do. If you want your help, there's simple things you can do. Standing up is one of them. Like I said, it's not that hard. Uh, Miles Chang uh, and the research team from Hong Kong University Department of Psychology were curious to learn what the effects of walking had on the relationship between two people. And they noted that the previous uh, research had conclusively shown that uh, moving together, especially when synchronizing movement, tends to build bonds between people. And that walking side by side while having a conversation has been shown to have this effect. But as the research noted, having a conversation in itself builds connection between people but they also noted that just walking together helps build. They had over 257 pairs of people, and they switched them around, taking around, they'd go about a quarter mile, and then switch. The participants took the walk multiple times, but each time with a new partner. They were told the experiment was about their perception of how long the walk took. At the end of the quarter mile, they, again, reported their impressions of each other and then walked back to the starting point. One group uh, uh, said that uh, they were prevented from having any, any conversation but for the first part of the walk, and only on the second part they were able to chat. In the second experience, they were told to stay silent the whole entire walk. And a control group of participants simply sat in a room together working on a simple task for about the same amount of time as they walked to test the social effect of simply being in another person's presence. Do you know that they were able to communicate without even talking? The researchers used this information to show that just being together with three to four minutes has a powerful impact on our lives. We need people, and people need us. And interaction with people just builds our mood, makes us feel better. That's the good thing about being in a family of believers. And you need your family, but you need to communicate with them. You need to just quit distancing yourself at your home, making sure that your family knows that we interact with each other. Don't always take the easy road to say, I'm busy, I got to work to do from, you know, my job, you know, you can, you can still interact with your family, you know, just turn off the TVs, turn off the phones, you know, be present when you're present and be away when you're away. You know, if you're going on vacation, be on vacation. Don't take your work with you. Stay focused, stay on your, this is, this is the way we stay healthy. The way people talk today about, you know, I, my job is so important that I can't, 
interact with anybody. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book. I'm doing, I know people who write books all the time. They'll call me, talk to me on the phone and they've written many books. You know, it doesn't make any difference what we do. I'm on here, you know, talking to you. I have to do, you know, put this together. But if somebody has a question for me, they're free to ask me. You know, I don't, I am not distancing myself from anybody because the only reason why I'm here is to serve. I'm not here to get anybody to like me or dislike me. I'm here to do the job that God would have me to do. When I was on my job before and I fixed machines, my job was to fix the machine. I didn't care what anybody said about me. You know, people say, well, you know, so-and-so, they tell me about so-and-so came and they didn't fix it. I didn't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? They had a block. I'm, I'm here to do the job you paid me to do. That's it. And so all of us have our problems. And so if we're going to be successful, we need to take care of ourselves. If you've uh, ever taken a walk, or better yet, take a hike with somebody, you have probably already experienced how this works. Simply having activity and interaction helps us connect. You need to position yourself where you are able to move more on your job. Try to try to stand up. You can even um, walk. It's going to improve your mental and physical health. The evidence that sitting for too long a time is terrible for us is so clear. In fact, the World Health Organization recently changed their guidance on exercise to explicitly account for sitting too long. <coughs> Excuse me. And the impact of movement, even leisurely, just moving a little bit, can have a profound impact on how you burn calories and how you might lose weight, increase your energy, be physically active, tone muscle, and have the ability to move and keep your mental state well especially as you age. And young people need this. They need us to interact with them. They need us to keep them strong. To how do you get a better way of and confidence? You get these things done by accomplishing, going on hand in hand with people. You monitor your progress. You do the right things. You do physical activity when at all possible and you stop being fearful of this might happen, that might happen. We operate in faith. We're, we're supposed to be people of faith. And, you know, now everybody's so afraid of everything. You know, we watch too much television and we're scared to death of getting things and doing things. But God has said that he would protect us if we do what he says. You know, I'm not fearful. I'm very faithful. I, I like I like operating in faith because if I was fearful, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I could I couldn't uh, my I have to uh, keep my household up, and I have to live uh, uh, boldly, and and operate in faith when things happen. Yeah, I can't. And and like I said, I don't operate in fear. Fear is a terrible thing because. One or two things happens. Either you operate in faith or you operate in fear. And one of the things you need to do is realize that if I keep 
stagnating myself, doing things that are harmful to me, I will never get to where I need to go. So one of the simplest things you can possibly do for your health is get up out of those chairs. Set your watch. Everybody's got these Fitbits and, and iPhones and all these things that they keep on themselves. Your, your iPhone. Set your alarm to stand up. You know, get up out of your chair. Be physically active. Stop procrastinating about, you know, what can I do? I can't make it to the gym. You can get out of your chair. You can take your lunch breaks. You can miss a meal every once in a while. You don't have to continue doing the things you do. Proverbs 13, 4 says, The soul of a, the lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. The lazy man desires what hardworking people want. House, food, vacations, money for college and retirement. But the lazy man's desires remain unsatisfied while the diligent gain wealth. Thank you so much for listening. I'm James Roberts for Karen. This is Living Fit. Keep living fit and doing what matters, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you. Thank you.